Welcome to Amen, where we have the power of God and anime on our side. Today, we have a special guest, and we have our, you know, the usual Greg. Um, so the special guest today is Katie. So Katie was here <laughs> last time talking about uh, recommendations. And so the reason why she's back on was because she recommended me this one manga that I got to read as well and really inspired me to also want to talk about this on the podcast. So that's why she's here. And the manga is called Real Life. Greg, can you explain to me what Real Life is about? Yeah, of course. Um, I hate you, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I'm just trying to help out here. You asked (laughs) me. Thank you. Thank you. So basically, (laughs) Real Life tells a story about this like 27-year-old guy whose life isn't really going too well. He's jobless, um, has to rely on money from his parents, all that good stuff. And he's basically approached by this one company and they're like, hey, do you want to participate in an experiment? And this experiment is basically, he's going to go back to his third year of high school and he's going to get the chance to live it again, thus a re-life. And if he goes through it and like he does well, all that kind of stuff, then this program will give him a job at the end. And the only caveat is, at the end of that one year, nobody's going to remember him. And so obviously he does it, and you know, what happens is he goes through school, all that good stuff, makes new friends, has to study, um, all that, and he's basically faced with a dilemma now. he has to basically figure out for himself what is going to happen what is he going to do should he continue to have fun and make all these memories only to know that everybody's going to forget them at the end or is he just going to skate by and basically that's the whole draw of the story um i mean beyond that there's i don't know what do you guys want to say about it great characters very very nice art like yes very nice art. there's there's like the way that they draw chibis, and then they have this little, like, <laughs> extra panel at the end of each chapter. That's just, like, really super nice. funny and cute. Dude, so yeah. good. So good. And this is, uh, the art style is all in, like, color, so it's really nice. Like, usually manga is, like, black and white, but this is full-on color. You just, like, scroll down, you read everything. So, yeah, why, why did you recommend me this, Katie? Um... Well, first of all, I'm so I'm always so glad to hear that someone liked my recommendation. It's like a kind of internal flex. <laughs> so I'm so glad, Nick, that you enjoyed it. I initially recommended it to you because I think when I talked about last time when I was here on recommendation, I just needed someone else to like understand, like, because I think at that point I just finished rereading Real Life. And I just needed someone else to just understand the kind of emotions I was going through. And I think you were just looking for good uh, recommendations in general. And this was like an easy slice of life. Something that was like, I think I kind of pitched it to you as like very low key, but I was also like secretly urging you to like, please read it. You won't regret it. It'll be the one of the best stories you'll read in a mm. long time. Yes. So yeah. And, and look at you now. We're here talking about it. <laughs> yeah, we're here talking about it. Usually, I do not like Slice of Life. Sometimes it, it gets too, like, boring. Sometimes it's just... I feel like Slice of Life can be very, like, slow-paced at times. 
I think this was very like it caught me caught my attention. Um, it was very relatable. I think that's also why you kind of recommended yeah. you kind of recommended it to me because it was like relatable because we just started work or I started working recently and um you guys both had just graduated from your masters and now we're all like in the adulting world. So yeah, I thought this was I don't know, good thing to talk about because you know now we're adults. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna ask what your thoughts were, but I feel like you guys both said that it was great. Would you guys take a real life pill if you could? Um, okay, I'll I'll go first here. Uh, for uh, also I just wanted to add on that. Um, yeah, it's kind of slice of life, but also it's like not only that. Which I think is a lot better than it being pure slice of life. It's mm. also like a lot of romance and also like a little bit of drama. So it's like a drama, slice of life, romance story, which like I don't know. I enjoy those types of things. It's very um it's very coming of age. Mm. So I think it adds like a lot of depth to it. It's not it's not exactly like your typical like ro- shojo like romance that's kind of shallow but there's a good a lot of good life lessons so mm-hmm. if any of you out there who haven't read real life and haven't tried a good slice of life i highly recommend <laughs> please convert it's <laughs> really good uh but yeah going back to the topic of the pill thing um okay personally i wouldn't just because my life is not sucky right now i mean like i think this pill is definitely for people who are very discontent with what actually i feel like i'm in a pretty similar spot (laughs) i don't have a job (laughs) it's uh kind of tough to find a job right now um but yeah i mean i would i would like to go into oh yeah we're also going to be going into a little bit of spoiler territory if that's really important to you then you know, just read it for yourself. That's what we've been saying. But uh, we'll probably go into a little bit of detail on more of the contents of the story than just your light dusting over. But yeah, I think that my life has been like good enough where I don't think I need to have a restart. But let's say like I was at that point. Dude, it'd be really interesting, I think. Because I feel like I'm the type of person who, like, will think back to the good times. And, like, when mm. I talk with, like, old friends, uh, a lot of our conversations are like, oh, yeah, like, you remember that one time? Like, talking to the high school, it's like, yo, you remember that one time when we, like, had that rap battle in the gym? And, like, everybody came and watched, all that kind of stuff. Or, like, remember, like, going over to, like, your house, like, after school every single day to play Smash. And, like, I'm not, a t- I'm not the type of person who likes to... Like, I mean, I don't, I don't keep too many relationships, like, long, long term, but I don't know. I, I like the feeling of being able to go back. So, like, when I was at college, like, coming back home and being able to, like, see all my, like, old school friends was, like, a really nice feeling for me. And after, if, like, I took the real life pill and after I graduated, nobody would remember me, but I still remembered everybody, then I feel like that'd be a little too tough for me to handle i feel like i just like constantly be thinking back to that time and be like oh like i'd want to tell people about this but 
I can't because then they'll come and get like that was another thing like they can't tell anybody about the fact that they're mm. doing the real life program like I don't know I'm not tight-lipped enough and I'm a little too nostalgic and sentimental to be able to do it I feel like <laughs> so I don't think I'd be able to take the pill what about you Katie okay I think there is a part of me that kind of wants to take it because I think I'm in a very similar crossroads in my life again this is why we said it's like this is a very relatable story because um the main protagonist uh Arata is in his like about mid to late-ish 20s not to say I personally have not reached my mid-20s but like the idea of like you're kind of wandering and you're not necessarily in a settled like like in this weird like space in your time so like that's me right now like so I actually recently just graduated from my master's program and I'm actually in a time in my life where like many young adults are rethinking their degrees and saying hmm what I graduated from college or my master graduate school may not be what I want to do for the rest of my life and it begs the question oh then what should I do so I am actually currently in this limbo state experimenting with where I want to go, how do I want my creator to look like, but naturally it's kind of led me to walk this line of thoughts like, oh, what if I could go back in high school and changed how I did things? Because the American school system, it kind of like preps kids, teens to like start choosing what they want to do for the rest of their lives, like before they even enter college. And so back in high school, I was kind of, I kind of like vibed with the female protagonist or the female secondary character. Her name is Chizuru. I only studied. I was kind of very socially awkward, like many teens. And a part of me is like, oh, if I take the pill, maybe I will be able to appreciate and rethink and be able to explore more of myself rather than just pour myself into all my studies and only my studies but on the flip side it's like the person i am who i am today thus far is uh it has been made from my experiences already so like how much more could me going back to high school really change my future Unless, unless there's a company like Real Life at the end of it who's going to offer me it, like, which essentially like any job of my choosing. Mm. So, uh, I think maybe not. I don't know. Can, is is this an okay answer? <laughs> is this like a non-answer? I mean, like, I think he also like the main character also considers like, oh, like the pros and cons, but spoil well not really spoiler alert but it's like the first episode he's drunk and so he takes the pill <laughs> um uh... but yeah I, yeah i think it's okay to like not really know because he also like didn't really know but he still took it because he was drunk um <laughs> but i don't know for me i think i don't know like if i were like approached by somebody from the read life program and they're like um you you have to take this pill and if you do you can't talk to anybody from your like you can't contact your fam like you can't talk to your family in person you can't see your friends in person and you're gonna basically like have you're basically not gonna have um like your friends from before for a whole year right 
I think I have to reconsider that. But I think if you, if I really thought about it, if I wanted to work in a different state, if I wanted to work in a different country, I feel like it's the same thing as like dropping your life for a period of time and then coming back to it later. Right. So I personally think I might want to take the real life pill because um i don't know i always think that i could do more of my life um and i think something that the main character always um was always like stressing out over and always thinking about was like getting a job that that can um sustain him um so that his parents won't bother him so that he can you know his friends will be proud of him or like will know that he's like doing something with his life and I think for me, I think at times I can be very envious of um, some of my friends that are like have like their life together or has like a really good job at, a, at like different companies that are um, higher up. And I think if, I don't know, I think um, for art, uh, for the main character, Arida, um, he also has that same feeling where it's just like, if I took this pill, then I can be sustainable. Um, I'll have a job that my friends can, you know, that I can talk to my friends about, and I won't look like a loser at times. And I, don't know, I thought that was really relatable. And I think right now I'm, I have a job. It's it makes okay, like money, like um, it's super easy. Um, but I don't know if I if I want to do this for the rest of my life, um, as well. And so I think I would take the real life pill just because, like having a start over slash like getting to decide where I want to go would be pretty great. And I don't know, high school, I probably couldn't have done better in high school, but you know, it's whatever now. <laughs> you spent all your time um, playing Yu-Gi-Oh though. Yo, just a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh, a lot of like League Being of Legends. exposed out here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I talked about it in my passions video, like talking about passions. Yeah, listen. Um, <laughs> be one of our viewers Katie. i got it <laughs> <Not just laughs> <laughs> no um but yeah i think yeah high school could have been a lot better but yeah I'll, I'll do it again if that means like having a better job and uh, making more money or whatnot but yeah so that's mostly about me um where should we go from here? Uh, we could talk about like societal norms and how like why people will want to take the real life pill, right? Because um, main character is a neat, which is a person that doesn't really have much to give to society, and he like the, the main character doesn't have a job and or doesn't have a full time job where he can sustain himself. Um, and he's constantly looking for work, but getting rejected every like one after the other. Um, so, what are these like societal norms that like we have? Yeah. So, I mean, societal norms. I just to preface, obviously, this is a very Japanese story. It contains a lot of Japanese values and societal norms. I feel like Japanese high schoolers, at least, I depicted in this very idealistic way is very different from american high schoolers um not that i would know i have no idea what they're up to aside for tiktok 
Um, but I think like I think it's kind of like I think one of the biggest ones that at least when reading this that came to mind was like the whole idea of kids trying to like pressuring kids to like already know what they're gonna be even before they reach like full like mental maturity like adulthood um and also just the fact that like right after school even you have to have a job like after you graduate undergrad you should have like a career lined up for you or whatnot or if not it has to like you should be already planning on going to um like getting another degree like i think gap years nowadays are like slowly becoming more and more acceptable but i think there's like a lot of pressure for everyone to just be very career driven or like Mm. um or to just produce something almost instantaneously with their lives there's not a lot i feel like there's not there's like a lot of pressure and no breathing room i don't know if that's just me though no i think that's true like we are right now society is in the part where like we want to keep on progressing or we want to keep like making something and if you're not making anything then you're a loser or like you're not doing much i feel oh yeah and i think like i think what i really do appreciate out of real life is that so for those of you who don't know, uh, NEAT stands for not employed, not pursuing education, or um, I think, what is it, like a technical experience or whatnot, um, or training, that's the T. Okay. Um, mm. w- how they depict NEATs is that everyone has a backstory. So even a person who might not be in a very active or productive moment in their, or like what how society accounts or like quote-unquote productivity like everyone has a story everyone has a different pace of growth so for example Arata the reason why he's a neat for such a longest time is that he is putting himself out there he is going to drop interviews it's just that he keeps on getting rejected and a lot of this stems from again spoiler but we already gave the spoiler alert from his past trauma in his workplace and now like obviously face value if you're to meet someone like and not know their backstory of course it's like very easy to judge them like oh you're not doing anything productive with your time or with your life but no like there's a reason there's a story and same thing for again uh for chizuru like she also has a backstory as to a reason why like she is in this period of her life and that is why she took this pill so, I mean, I think it just, this story just humanizes people like that and showing that it is okay to have points in your life where you might not be, might not even meet the expectations society puts on you. It's all a matter of how much you want to try and grow out, grow from and grow out of these experiences. And I think that's like, one of the biggest lessons I took away, especially in this point in my life, is just to kind of like, you know, write it out. But also, I can be productive in just learning from my experiences alone, and that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely yeah, agree with the idea that there's like a, there's definitely a push towards the idea that you should know what you want to do. You should know where you're going to want to be in like five years, in like 10 years. 
And if you don't have a plan, it's more like, well, like you kind of should be planning. And I think even within like the workforce, there's the idea of, okay, you need to constantly be looking towards that next position. You need to um, get in, like get it in, or uh, you need to like be friends like with your boss. You should get to know like the higher ups. You need to kind of just be a good worker. Uh, if something's happened in the workplace that's a little bit sus, you know, turn a blind eye to it if that means that you can continue to advance your career. I think that that is a fairly prevalent mindset that, you know, might not get talked about like in the open too much, but it's, I feel like what a lot of people do. Um, but yeah, I think that um, Real Life does do a good job of showing, hey, this is what people expect and Here's an example of somebody who does not necessarily go along with all of those societal norms. So, yeah, I think I think it's pretty interesting to check out. Yeah, I was thinking about societal norms just right now, and then I feel like Katie already like said everything that was like pretty good. So talking about needs and everything. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, I think the reason. Oh, the reason why. Uh, Katie brought this up to me was because I pitched my podcast to her, right? And we were talking, and you know, this podcast is about um, Christianity and anime. And you told me that this was like you saw like parts of Christianity in this manga. Um, can you explain to me again um, what you saw? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I actually forgot that that was the basis of how, what I recommended it to you. Yeah, uh, I remember. Yeah, um, so I think from face value, just even the name Free Life, uh, it kind of gives, it already is very indicative of, of, first of all, the summary, but also of what it could point to when it comes to a Christian context. So... Uh, for those of you who don't know, or for people who are not Christian who are listening in on this podcast, we, uh, what the gospel is, is that we believe that John 3.16, for God so loved the world, he so loved us, that he gave his one and only son to die on the cross for the, um, for the price of our sins so that we may be washed clean and be able to uh, be with in full relationship with god for an forever and ever um and with that is that there is a there is a theme in that we are born again because of the act of the act of christ and us accepting christ that we are born into a new life so it's kind of very striking to me at least when like obviously this is a story called real life where some where arata our our main protagonist is kind of almost he doesn't physically get a new life but through his experiences he's able to change his world view and his his entire perception even just from one year of living this living this quote-unquote new life as a high schooler and that after that he is hopefully we believe forever changed and not only is he changed but um kind of spoilery but he eventually influences his entire circle of friends to 
uh, share in this bigger, broader, more hopeful worldview that he's discovered from himself. And it's kind of very similar to, well, at least from my personal experience, what it was like when I first uh, became a born-again Christian, when you first intake, um, you first, I guess, imbibe the gospel, and then you realize, like, whoa, my whole worldview has changed. And one of the fruits, amazing and beautiful fruits about the gospel is that you can't help but share it. If not verbally, your actions will be shared to others and you can influence the circle around you into seeing or even taking a glimpse of this new perspective and this new worldview that you found. And you become what is essentially what we say a new creation, like a new being, a new person. Um, and that's what made me realizing this made me fall in love with this story even more because like yeah that is that is essentially what the gospel does and it's very similar in terms of the story it's like it's hope giving it's life giving it takes away fear so arata had ptsd and was traumatized in his past but because of his experiences real life he's no longer paralyzed by his fear and he's able to be bold more bold in his life he's able to see the joy in his life and the beauty of what essentially his year has become and he was able to carry that out even after the program finished so i mean i can go on and on about the gospel parallels but yeah this is why i love the story if you guys haven't if you guys can tell <laughs> Wait, what? What do you want? <laughs> Wait, I'm so sorry. I felt like I left you guys hanging. I should no, no, probably no, no, come no. up with questions. No, no, that's fine. I, I'm just wondering, like, is Greg going to respond? Should I respond? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. That's the podcast. All right, good night. <laughs> We're good. <clears throat> yeah, Greg, do you have anything to say or no? Um, I mean, Katie did a pretty good job of it, I think. Um, I'll say I personally did not read the story and I was like, oh, yes, gospel messages. <laughs> um, it was definitely more of like a casual type of read. If you were to ask me what type of messages like we could take away and be able to learn from or for our Christian lives, I'd say um, there's a component of it where it's a lot about like loving others despite no, like not having any gain in a way uh, i think that i think that 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 idea is pretty apparent when you see the main character choose to continue to grow these relationships right he, he doesn't try to back away just because oh uh they're not going to remember me at the end of this year so I might as well just not get too involved in them. Instead, he goes, they might not remember me, but I'm still going to, you know, be good friends with them, help them when they need it, all this kind of stuff. And I think that that is a pretty good indicator of how we should be thinking and how we should be living ultimately. Because not every interaction that we make, not every interaction that we have it's going to result in us, you know, getting something out of it, you know, like me and friends, uh, I'm friends with Nick. Um, and I think that that's a relationship where both of us do have things to gain. Like, 
uh, I get to talk to Nick about like certain things that I don't get to talk to other people about. We have this podcast together, like, yeah, like all this kind of good stuff. I think that there's a lot to gain from that. But there are definitely going to be relationships and um, interactions where I'm not going to get anything. Like, I don't know. I I think a lot to. Oh, this is not a good example. Never mind. I was gonna I was gonna say <laughs> missions, and I was like, or short. I guess shorter missions could be something that you could say is like this. But I'm also of the belief that short term missions don't help too much in the like for the people that you're going to missions for. Like, it could, but uh, comparatively to, like, long-term missions, not really. Um, but, yeah, I mean, let's say you go soup kitchen. Um, you're going to be meeting and interacting with a lot of people that you probably won't see again. Unless you go back more times. But that doesn't mean that uh, just because you're going to be seeing them this one time, that doesn't mean that you can't use this one time to be a real blessing to this person. Right? doesn't mean that you should kind of just be like, oh, well, you know, only going to see them this one time. I'm just not really going to interact with them. I think that what the, what we should be doing and what real life is kind of also supporting is, yeah, make the most out of every single situation and every single interaction that you have, despite what you might get out of it in the end. And I think that that is a pretty Christian theme that I think I personally need to work on more mm. amen <laughs> i never um, thought of it that way wow yeah it is really good i think well i think if we talk about like how to be like jesus and anime or other like podcasts that we talked about i think the main character is like the jesus-like protagonist where he changes the people around him to like see a different side or um, because of his love um, for his friends, that's why they're they change. That's why um, they're able to work things out. And I, yeah, I do agree that like um, the hope and the love that he has for them, it's very like sacrificial because he knows in the end of the day that it's gonna go all be gone within the year. Um, but he still like presses on. But I I really love how he does deal with this a lot within the manga where just like he constantly thinks like oh like what's the point of um being friends with these people if they're not gonna remember me um what's the point of me loving this one uh loving this one girl which um she's gonna forget about me and like what will she remember after that am i just gonna hurt these people because i'm gonna be gone and i think it's so real right um and I don't know, that's what really intrigued me because I like the psychological like thinking of the main character. Um, but when I was thinking about like how God can relate in a story, I also thought about work and what God says about work, um, and why like like we hear that like work is good and everything, and I think our society says that like everyone should be working, everyone should, um, you know have a have a job make income um and do like work do something that you like to do for work right and i think that's what society says i think um also like i think that god tells us that 
Um, like he made us to work, he told us to work the fields. Like he made Adam and Eve to work, like the Garden of Eden. Um, and he called it good. Like the first thing that God did, um, in Genesis and before the world began was work. He worked and spoke like the world into existence. I would consider that work. Um, and it's just interesting that like, um, that I guess the whole purpose of Arita, Arita, um, like doing this whole program is to find work, is to find basically purpose in his life. Um, and I think by the end of the story, he finds purpose um, through his work, um, either in his time at school or even after at the end of the story where he starts work. And which I don't know if I should spoil where he works, but don't do it. yeah, yeah, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a big part because work is good and God calls us to work. And usually people like society norms, like we all think that like once we retire, we don't have to work anymore. We're just going to like live life and live off of our 401ks and our retirement investments and everything. But a lot of people that retire, like, they still want to work, but they want to do something that they love. Um, that's why you see like a lot of old people like work at supermarkets or like they they do things that they like to do, like serve their churches or serve um, in nonprofit areas, which is interesting because you would expect like old people to just be like, you know, I don't want to do anything anymore. Like I've done everything for the past like seventy five years. I don't. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, but they're constantly cooking for their families they're constantly like cleaning up the house they're constantly like wanting to be of use and that's that's interesting to me i think that's like i don't know what god says about work um do you guys have anything else you guys want to talk about or anything to say um i don't know i don't know if i have anything else to say about work that has to do with real life like the only other thing that I could add to it is like the idea of Sabbath, but also like that doesn't apply to real life. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like you covered most of the bases there, unless Katie has something to say. I think, yeah, I like we can talk about work and about work and rest and biblical work and rest, but when it comes to, I think, the scope of real life, I think like that slowly starts becoming a runaway train that could be a totally different mm. podcast discussion if you guys want really good um <laughs> uh hint hint wink wink but no yeah i think i resonate with what you said nick thank you <laughs> <laughs> i really thought there was gonna be more <laughs> good job bro all right no problem i think this is basically it so I guess usually how we end is we ask our guests if they have any parting words. So Katie, do you have any parting words? Parting words. <laughs> um, you had you had a great parting words last time. We want the same like A one like. <laughs> I didn't think I would have to do this again. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, let's see. I think. If like if I wanted anyone to take away anything from at least this one podcast ep- podcast 
oh, podcast mm. episode. <laughs> um, for those who are Christian, for those who are maybe just curious, or for someone who just came upon this very accidentally and don't the, did not know that this was an anime Christian podcast. Hello, welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you heard of our Lord and Savior? Um, I think. And I think this is something I've been recently meditating on is that because we believe in the gospel, right? We believe that we are given new life. We don't, we are so lucky that we don't have to take some kind of crazy pill to have a new start. We don't have to take some kind of crazy pill with like the side effects of having the people we meet like lose their memory of us, right? Because at any point, like, yes, we are sinners. Yes, we are not. We are so far from perfect. And every time we try to be good, there are always times where we'll fail. But because of grace, any moment, even now, is a chance to, as Christians, repent and start over. Because truly, truly, we do believe that God is constantly making all things new, and we are always a new creation. So we don't have to sit in fear. We don't have to be paralyzed by our own shame. But every day, every second we breathe until Christ comes again is always going to be a new start for us. So to anyone out there who is, maybe you are paralyzed by fear or shame or guilt or anything else, I want to encourage you that there is always new life given in Christ Jesus. Amen. <laughs> mm, amen. amen. Dang, that was deep. That was, that was a good one. Mm. And this is why we're going to invite you next time. Kitty does, <laughs> does not disappoint. Yes, oh, never, never disappoint. honor. Though. It's our honor to have you here. True. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. So, all right. So I guess this this is wraps it up. So, thank you everyone for listening to Amen. We have the power of God and enemy on our side, and see you next time. Amen. Amen.